got Coventry going. There's the shot, it's another one! David Smith, two goals in 90 seconds. Nigel Smith, the hero of the first half, hits the ball out of the net again, and Villa are in deep trouble. Good ball, too. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Sky Blue Fans TV. I'm Milesy, live from home, not out on the road tonight. So uh, just gearing up, ready for the old uh, playoff semi-final on Sunday and hopefully on Wednesday, if we can get all being well and we get a ticket tomorrow. Uh, so before we start, we've got a couple of announcements to make. Uh, if you are looking for travel to the game... On Wednesday, if you manage to get a ticket, then you can get your travel with the Sky Blue Tavern. And uh, they will be leaving at 1.30 and the doors will be opening at 12 o'clock. You get a free meal and a beer as well or whatever drink you want to have. So you get that included with the travel. So uh, hopefully we'll see you see you on that coach. We might. So I've heard it's an 87-seater, the first coach. And if that sells out, maybe we might have another one as well. Um, so let's get on with the show. A lot to talk about. Massive, massive game on Monday just gone. We've seen the Sky Blues enter into the playoffs. So uh, let's uh, speak to our regular and co-host as well. And he hosts on here and he does all sorts for the, for the channel. Let's introduce Mark Smith. Good evening, Mark Smith. Good evening, Miles. Good evening, everyone. Hope you're all well. Can you all good, all good. We want yeah. the one and only Nation Radio presenter himself, <laughs> Tony. Good evening, good evening Tony. Good evening, Miles. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, everyone. How are we? Hi, Tony. Wow, what a what a ride. All good, all good. And oh, what a ride. We'll talk about that in just a sec. And also, the one and only, he's come back from the World Cup. He's been going to the Sky Blues games while he's been back. He's, I know he's really happy. I know he's over the moon. Let's introduce the one and only CJ Joyner. Good evening, CJ. Hello. Hello. How are you all doing? Hi, uh, CJ. Are you okay? All good. I'm all good. All good. Right. Let's kick off the evening then. What an interesting day on Monday. Um, I mean, it was... Oh, man. I mean, this was... I've just got to show you this. This was with 15 minutes to go. <laughs> I was like that. I couldn't cope. It was like results were drawing, results weren't going our way. And I just felt like that. I mean, anyone else feel like that on Monday? Start with you, Mark. 
Oh, very much so, yeah. The amount of times my wife was telling me to calm down and all that, and my heart was beating and all that, it was a bit, bit ridiculous. I wasn't even there, so... But I'm pleased to announce I will be at Middlesbrough, hopefully get that ticket for hopefully seeing the Skybridge get to Wembley. So, uh, yeah. Um, no, but going back to your question, yeah, I was bloody nervous. Yeah, it was, it was horrible. But I suppose looking back, it was never in doubt, wasn't it, really, when, when you think about it, because we were never losing the game, were we? So, you know, it was all good. Uh, all good, all good. And to Tony, how are you feeling, mate? I mean... Well, As I say, I mean, you just see the picture of me. The nerves were absolutely shot with 15 minutes to yeah. go, mate. Well, if I told you the proper story, I will tell you the proper story, right? I'll tell you the proper story. Obviously, I made the decision not to go to Middlesbrough because I thought, well, you know what? The season's going to be over by then, right? And I'll take the hit. It wasn't, so I didn't get a ticket, so I had to watch it at home. So what I did, I watched the first half. I checked my phone. And it was in the injury time. And when I checked my phone, because the phone's quicker than the internet, oh, no, 1-1. One, one. And they were just about to take the corner uh, as Archer swiveled on it and put it in the room of net. I couldn't, mate, I'm telling you, I'll turn the telly off. I'll turn the telly off. I'll, I'll, I could not bear it, because obviously I had trouble years ago. I, I, I couldn't bear it. So I turned it off. I put Till Daffer's Dupart on by half Garnet. Right? That's how I dealt with it, right? And then, right, I i mean, I have what's the second half. <laughs> but then at 10 to 5, I turns it on. I'm looking down the phone. All I see, I think, I'm going to do this. I like, right, I've gone to BBC Sport. Boom. All I seen was 1-1. One, one, and I knew we'd done it. But And then I thought, at no point during the game did we drop out the playoffs. Right. Uh, although it, we could have done, obviously, if Middlesbrough had got a second goal at some point. But it didn't happen. Or Millwall could have got a goal. Yeah. That, that is the way I dealt with it. And I'm a senior ticket holder. I've been a senior ticket holder for years. Right. Um, I go to, as you know, quite a few away games. And uh, that I, it, it was just too much pressure, as the special said. You know, it, it was like... <laughs> I, I don't... It was hard you know work, hard work. Yeah, it's a better hard feeling work. than relegation battle, but, uh, you know. CJ, CJ? Yes. CJ, how, how were you feeling, mate? Because you were there, weren't you, I think, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, I mean, I've just about recovered um, from from the bruises and, and everything else that, that happened. Um, yeah, the, the boys did the business, didn't they? So... Um, we had with our boys and also um those, those brave boys in in red down at Millwall. They they certainly did us the um they certainly um helped us out, didn't they? And well, I, I said at the start of that well I said at the start of the previous week that that draw for them at Luton was the big result really because it meant that they had something to play for and they they couldn't overhaul us. So that was a big thing. But I think the lads up at Middlesbrough they. They've played better than that this season, but there's no bigger result than they've had this season. So we're, um, yeah, we're in the playoffs. I just can't quite believe it, to be honest with you. I know, I know, you can believe it's it, Mike, because because um, you were saying it pre-season, weren't you? So um, yeah, but 
Yeah, I, I wasn't so confident, I've got to say. But, um, but I wasn't so confident probably about two or three months ago. But um, I'm... Yeah, I'm, yeah, two or three weeks when ago. You, but I'm certainly, I'm certainly yeah. pleased I've been proved uh, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all, we all have. I think, I think a lot of people have been proven wrong going into October, bottom of the league, and you know, we all thought it was, it was all doom and gloom. Now, going on to the first half, Mark. What did you make to the first half performance? I thought we came out the starting blocks really, really well, and I think within the first five minutes of the game. Um, we had, we had a real good chance. Yeah, I thought we played really well first half. I think um, obviously Gus Hamer should have scored. Well, probably should have um, passed it across for Matty Godden, who was unmarked for a simple tapping. Um, instead of a shot, it was a decent save by their keeper. But that was a missed opportunity. And I thought, you know, you look at the way Borough play. You know, notice that they they try and play out from the back. Um, Similar to how we, we play in some ways, they like to try and play a passing game and pass their way through teams. But I thought our pressing was really good um, and they, they didn't look particularly confident. It, it was sort of a game where we, we looked like a team where we wanted to win the game. We, 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 we pressed really well, as I said. We got a deserved goal from Gus Hamer. Um, really good shot um, across the keeper in the back of the net. And really, things were going really well until... Um, obviously, their equaliser, where I, th I think, um, having spoken with Jeff, um, who I, who I go to games regularly with, made the point that it's actually our fans that kept hold of the ball. Um, it was yeah. kind of delayed the corner kick, and then we fell asleep. Hamer, Hamer would probably put his hands up a bit that he, he should have done better. He, he got caught out from the corner, and um, I think I can't remember if it was across it. I think it was, um, I can't remember, but anyway, it fell to Archer. We just didn't quite close it down on time. He hits it. He hits it on the roof of the net, and disappointing really because I thought we were really good first half. I thought whether that's, I mean, it's hard to say Middlesbrough because I think when I'm looking ahead to the next two games, I'm thinking were Middlesbrough playing second, third gear, or were we playing really well? I mean, that obviously time will tell. But I thought we were a really decent side first half, and I, we didn't deserve to be drawing one-one. That's for sure because I thought Borough were poor. Mm. I mean, CJ, in, in that first half, I mean, I, I noticed that Middlesbrough were... Still? Um, when, when they had a shot from the edge of the bar, they, 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 they played a pass and they, they passed it to each other instead of having a, having a shot. I mean, do you think that they were, like, just conserving themselves a little bit just to make sure no one got injured or anything like that? Because it did... It did look that way to me that when they got to the edge of the box, they could have probably had a shot and they didn't. Yeah, I think although they controlled the ball the first half and even more so the second half, I mean, they had, they had virtually all of it the second half. First half, I think it was something like 30% possession we had, something like that. But the important thing is for, for nine, literally 99.9% .9 of it, we we we. We did what mattered, um, where where it mattered, and uh, we we were one up, weren't we? But I mean, you know, conceding like we did, like Mark said towards the end, there it was just it was a bit of a signal, really. Um, the ball bouncing like over my left shoulder onto the 
onto the uh, the advertising board and then back up. And to be honest with you, that that wasn't really deliberate because I mean, at the end of the day, if, somebody, if anybody in the crowd can land it that like that three times running, I think they should be out there trying to play up front, really. But um, you know, it, I suppose at the end of the day, it, it added it added a few seconds. Yeah, you know, maybe I think the Hamer, the Hamer injury that obviously added a little bit, didn't it? But. Uh, I think overall they they were they just seemed quite relaxed about the whole thing, and even more so in the second half. Mm. But in the first half, you could just see that to to them it wasn't necessarily a training game. They did want to win it, I think um, initially. Anyway, I, I think it did change later on. We can go on to that in the second half. But I do um, I do think they did make it a bit easier for us than what they you know what they could have, um, mm. and. Yeah, they've they've clearly got very 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 good players. They are good players on the bench. They are good players that could you know can know that are, um, there's there's one or two that I think are out at the moment. So, um, but it'll be a completely different game next week. The two games, um, they're they're going to give us a bit you know a lot more of a game than what they did on uh, on Monday. And t- Tony, coming coming to you, mate. I mean. We, we we did we did start off really well in in that first half, but did um have you ever seen us switch off like that? For, I haven't seen us switch off like that for a long time. Um, towards the end, and, and you know, uh, I think was it McNally turned his back, walked away, and then they've passed the ball out from the corner, and the ball's come into the box. We we literally just switched off. We haven't done that for. Are you surprised at us switching off that? For, for the goal, yeah, 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 uh, uh, you know, but, you know, I, I think they're thinking, well, you know, we get this over with, we're going to, the ref's going to blow, and uh, and it's just that lack of concentration is what Mark Robbins said, you know, and, and they put it in the net. But I do think the game changed after five minutes when we, uh, and when we took the lead, we were all over them, and like uh, they said, it should have been past the garden, you know, that's the difference probably between the Championship and the Premier League. You just squared that, and bang, we're one nil up. But anyway, take off from Gus because he scored. But that changed the game then, because then we goes into away game mode. You can have the ball, break us down. We'll catch you on the break, and they played that way for the rest of the game. After they got the goal, mm. whether Middlesbrough were a bit light, I'm not so sure they were light because I think they had pride. They wanted to, they wanted to get the win, um, and it just goes to show we've got four points up on this season, as we have our Sunderland, and we drew twice for Luton. So there's no reason we're not going to go uh, all the way and get into the Premier League. No, we can yeah. do that. Well- yeah, we definitely can do it. Uh, Mick Davenport's just popped up here. We were talking about how we were feeling Monday. He's put up. Um, he was as cool as a cucumber. I don't believe that for one second. Well done, Mick. Well, well, no chan- <laughs> well done, Mick. <laughs> no, no chance in a million years. Now, listen, go, going into going into the second half, we've we seen some half-time results. Uh, Millwall were winning. Um, so that, that weren't going our way. Sunderland were drawing. I think at the time West Brom were winning as well against um, Swansea, so it was really. I think we'd dropped to sixth, if I weren't mistaken, at the time. Yeah. Um, going into half time, we were still in there, but we were sixth. I mean, uh, how were you feeling going into that second half when that when that whistle 
when that whistle went, Mark? I mean, how were you feeling? Did you think it was it was going to happen, or I mean, what what was you thinking all about when you were watching it? Well, I mean, as a supporter, you're always a little bit worried, but it was at the end of the day we weren't losing the game. It was still the game was still in our control, so I looked at the positive angle of it's still in our hands. It's not like we're losing two 0 and we've got to hope for our results are going to go away. So yes, it wasn't. It was a little bit nervy, edgy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, certainly when Sunderland started to score goals against Preston, then it got a bit edgy, a bit tetchy. But as the second half wore on, I thought it, I just felt fairly confident because really I don't I don't remember Wilson making many like really good saves a couple of shots that went straight straight under his nose but you expect any goalkeeper to save that really even in park park football let alone championship football so mm. I thought I thought overall we, we played really well I think I think with the borough you know where they, where they put their foot on the gas or not what you have to remember with boroughs they haven't won for a while they they, they didn't they lost it against Rotherham and they want to win the game because they want to go into the playoffs with a bit of momentum, and they haven't done that. And that's one we have we have done. We've got a little bit of confidence out of that game. We, we know we know we know they're a good side, but the, the bottom line is we've got nothing to fear now. Now we're going to the playoffs. Um, we know we're playing the side that we know we know a bit about. We know they're a good team, but we're a good team as well. We've got good players, and if we play to how we can play. I think we, we can definitely stand toe to toe bar and I think we can beat them. We've got to believe in ourselves. I felt, I thought from what I saw second from, from the game on, on uh, Monday, we've, we've got that bit of belief there. That bit, of, you know, I feel we've got the game um, to compete with, with, with the sides, the other, you know, sides around us and we shouldn't fear anyone. But um, yes, yeah, so it, was, it was a bit nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie, supporter, but I thought the players acquitted themselves really well and, um, and then obviously in the end results did go away because um, you know Millwall Millwall on a Tottenham Hotspur and, and bottled it, so that was good. Yeah, and uh, CJ, they, I mean, Brewer came out the blocks quite quite fast in the second half, didn't they? They did they did apply the pressure um, straight from the off, really, didn't they? There was a few nervy moments where Ryan Giles, I mean, his crossing in the second half was absolutely sublime, wasn't it? The way that ball was. I mean, we always look at Bidwell and he floats it and you sometimes say, just drive it in. But And Ryan Giles does that, doesn't he? He drives that ball in from the wing. I mean, they really tried to put the pressure on in the second half, didn't they? They did. Oh, I was very impressed with him. Very impressed with him as a bloke, to be honest with you, because he came right up to us at the end, didn't he? And he applauded our fans. And, you know, it's something that... I mean, there was a few of our fans booing him, you know, throughout, which I thought was a bit strange because I think he was quite professional when he played for us and, you know, uh, more professional than some of the players that actually belonged to us um, down down the years. But I think um, he, he he was very good. I thought that they had a, they had a lot of... They had, a, they had quite a few chances there in that early second half. They put the pressure on and we 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 withstood it quite well really um maybe got a look maybe got a bit lucky from time to time but what i would say is the it was around about the hour mark carrick was just like okay calm down and that's when sunderland scored their second mm. goal now i don't think they wanted to play sunderland in that second game in that in the, in the playoffs in the in the um semis i don't think they wanted to so I mean, I'm not saying that they 
but you know, I mean, obviously that means they're playing us, but I don't know. Um, it just seemed that way that they they seemed to back off after that hour, and it just coincided with Sunderland scoring the second. So I don't know whether that had something to do with it, but it, it, the 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 last half an hour of that half was completely different to the first fifteen minutes. Um, you know, I thought that we were we didn't do a massive amount, but neither did they. They we let them control the ball. They had even more of the ball in the second half. I think we had something like twenty percent of the possession. The second half, something like that. It was it was that yeah, it was yeah. that different, you know. So, um, but ultimately, we I think we still had actually more chances. But even even so, I think they were they were quite happy with the point. It, it became apparent, but I did, it did surprise me a little bit that similar to what Mark says that they didn't really go for it because you need to get in that winning habit, don't you? With the playoffs coming up and. I'm, yeah, it just seems a bit strange to me. I thought they, um, I thought they would go for it. They've got nothing to lose, are they, by going for it? So, you know, at the end of the day, if they, if if we would have put two, three, two, three, four past them, you know, and they had a right go, they would have actually known more about us going into the game after. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it did seem like I said. I, I don't think they wanted to play Sunderland. A lot of the fans seem to not wanted to play Sunderland. Mainly, mainly probably could, before the game they didn't want them in the playoffs, but um, that might have had something to do with it. But I, yeah, it it just seemed it, that it seemed like how it was for me that that they they were happy with the point. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, Mark, they couldn't cope with Vic uh, part of the first half and some of the second half. Vic had a couple of chances in the second half. Um, there, there was a lovely move Vic did uh, down the left hand side and. Instead of having a shot where I think he probably should have had the shot, when everyone like says, "Oh, he's too greedy," so he needs to pass. He did try and lay it back to Godden, and the the defender cut it out. But they did struggle at times to cope with Big Vic, didn't they? On on Saturday, compared with um, I mean, Vic's performance compared with Atpon's performance, I thought was a lot better. I mean, your thoughts on that? On the two? Yeah, I thought. Um... Well, Vic's had a good game. He's been like that all season, though, isn't he? A lot of defence that have struggled, uh, that have struggled to cope against him. And um, Akpon, yeah, had, had an okay game, but it's like Middlesbrough. I think they didn't. Nothing about nothing from what I saw frightens me. Um, but that's credit to us. I thought we were really good. But yeah, Yokerez had a decent game, um, and it's not really about what happened. You know, Monday. It's about the next two games. That's the most important thing. So let's let's mm. hope that we can keep we can keep up for, for Sunday and Wednesday. And um, you know, with, with Sunday on the horizon, it's important that we can't win the game in the first tie, but we can certainly lose it. We can, you know, as I think Glenn um, mentioned in our WhatsApp chat today. So, and, and he's right because it's it's a kind of game you don't don't want to be looking at Middlesbrough and being two 0 down going to second leg. So. It's 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 how you, it's what you know. These are the times now as players. You look at Yokerez, who's been linked with clubs like Wolverhampton Wanderers and whatever other Premier League clubs. Everyone, he, yeah, everyone, yeah. If you, if you go on social media, every 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 sort of lower like mid mid table below Premier League club wanting wanting services. But this is the time he's deliver. You know, if he if he can deliver and get us get us up to the promised land of Premier League, then. It'd be worth every penny for a club that you know may want him. I hope we can keep him even. But no, he had a good game. Um, he did he did well. He probably 
not not his best game, but yeah, he's, he, 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 he causes problems. There's no doubt about it. I think Middlesbrough defensively look vulnerable to me. <coughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that we can take advantage of that next two games. But the bigger picture is it's they haven't won in a few games. Um, we've been unbeaten in what seventeen games, I think. So you know, we seventeen lost once in seventeen. Once one in seventeen. So yeah. You know, we're going to the game of confidence. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be fearing them, as I said earlier. So, you know, let's go for it. Yeah. And then, um, Tony, I want to ask, I want to ask you this one, mate, because um, I mean, this goes on to on to Saturday because Bidwell played. I mean, do you think we should um, play with Bidwell again for the home tie uh, to keep their right back quiet, or would you play uh, Wilson Esbrand um, to try and go more attacking uh, and to get the win? What what would you do in that situation? I thought Bidwell had oh. a pretty good game on Saturday, and I think he's had a probably the last eight games has been. You know, when he's played, he's really, really stepped up to the mark and he, he really looks hungry enough for, to get us into the um, playoff final. Just going to, you took the words out of my mouth, Mars, because I was just going to say that he played brilliant for the last couple of months uh, and the last few games. Mm. So I don't think, I don't think you can take him out um, on his performance at the moment. Although I, I, I do think that with that crowd behind us, they've only gave, I think, the Middlesbrough 2,000 tickets. I've got a feeling we could have a landslide in this uh, in this first leg because if we if if he goes right in the first ten minutes, you could end up being four or five. I, I really believe that, mm. and uh, and this might be the game that everything clicks into gear, and it's bang 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 bang. That's that mm. that that's what I, I just can't see us getting beat on Monday, and I just think we're going to blitz them. I actually think uh, we'll we'll. We'll go into that second leg with at least two goal lead, right? And um, I mean, then, then come and break us down, Middlesbrough in the second leg, you know. So it is. It, I just think. I just think the wave. I, I. I just can't see anything else but a Coventry win on um, on Sunday. So yeah, uh, yeah. Go, go, there's a different story. Yeah, and C CJ um, yeah, did well. Is is improved, doesn't he? Yes, yeah. I mean, he's he's always been pretty solid. Um, you know, pretty solid left back um, um, for Championship level. I do think if we next season, it's probably a position we want to be really strengthen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be moving him on. I think we, I think we we need his experience and we need his. You know, he can, he can come in and do a job. But I think you know, next season, if we do want to progress, we we. We should be looking to have him as like the number two, really. But at the end of the day, going into next season, he would—it's his shirt. It's his shirt to lose. Um, you know, he's been part of a team that's towards the top of the league, and regardless of whoever we bring in, no matter who it is, we bring them in, and that they've got to get the shirt off him, as far as I'm concerned. But um, I think he's been decent the last few games. He's—he's he's been pretty solid, and. I, I personally have him there every single game, regardless of what sort of game plan, game plan we're going to play. From the start, anyway, um, I, I think Wilson Esbrand coming off the bench um, with that energy and what he can do, I think I think, I think, think that's what I would be doing myself um, against tired legs. I think he would... Um, I think that's more beneficial to us, um, having him coming off the bench and doing that. 
than kind of the other way round, if you get what I mean. Because um, I think Bidwell yeah. could just play all day. It's, you know, we've got a few players like that who could just run, 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 run all day. Um, yeah, so, but that's that's how I'll play it anyway. Maybe give him 15, 20 minutes, depending on how the game's going. Yeah. Now, this, I've got a lovely comment here. I, I love this comment. This is brilliant. This is all the way from America, uh, Mark Reed. Uh, he was watching in his office uh, in Houston, and when Hamer scored, he shouted, he shouted goal at the top of his voice. And this was followed by people knocking on his office door, making sure he was okay. I mean, that's just brilliant, isn't it? I don't know what time <laughs> time of day it was in, in Houston, but, but I mean, that's yeah. just fantastic, isn't it, that people are all around the world are watching that game uh, last Monday, and they're all going to probably tune in um, this week as well. And, and I know there's uh, some people in Australia that are going to watch it as well. Um, now, I mean, here's a question for you. Kelly, uh, Mark, Kelly, do we do we keep him? As a squad team player, do we keep him? Because I believe that he's helped. I believe he's helped uh, Ben Sheaf and Josh Eccles, I think, on the training pitch. I think he's been a big influence for those guys. Um, I mean, would you, would you keep hold of Kelly? Uh, yeah, I'll keep hold of him after the season, if that's your question. Um, I guess the other question is, do you start him in the playoffs? That's another question. You've got Ben Sheaf, who's obviously back. He's on the bench. Jamie Allen, these are interesting questions to ask as well. But Kelly's been fantastic. You know, he, his performances have been really, really good. And I think, it, it, in my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if Robbins does move him on. My personal opinion, I would keep him maybe for another season. But he's been brilliant for us. He, he's he's done he, he's done the job really well. He, he, he wins tackles. He does the ugly work really well. He, he, he plays. He, he passing really good, so yeah, I, I would keep him. I'd I probably start him in the playoffs because I thought he was excellent at, at Middlesbrough, in my opinion. Uh, Mick Davenport's come in here. He says Kelly needs to play. Uh, he's been immense in the last three games. CJ, agree with that? Uh, I, I mean, I think he, he's, yeah. he's when he come off the bench the other week. I, th I just thought, I think it was at Blackburn. He come off the bench and he really threw his body around. It, it, superb, isn't he? Do you know what? It reminded me of um, when we brought Henderson on for that. Was it the USA game? I think it was in Dece in November. And everyone was everyone seemed to be on the socials and stuff. Like, yeah, what are we doing that for? But we brought him on and immediately he he progressed us forwards. Um, Kel mm. Kelly, it, it, it reminded me of that a little bit. The Blackburn game did. Um, he made one or two mistakes. There was one or two errors there. But he hasn't played for... Yeah, a long, long, long time. I don't know how many games he's been out for. Probably half the season since he last played for us before that point. And um, he was, yeah, he, I thought he was very good. He's very solid. He got he got us moving forwards. Um, and yeah, I, I think and he deserved his start the next game. And look what he did. And he, look what he's done since. Mm. I personally would keep. I, I said a few weeks ago. I thought it was probably time. Him and him and one or two others, I thought it'd be time to kind of move them on. Um, but I, I think I'd love to see him stay. I'd love to see him stay, especially get promoted. You know, to do that, to kind of go to go from where where he was relegated out of League Two to come and play, uh, to come and sign for us, and then you know, first time asking playoffs, couple of time, a couple of seasons 
champions. That's about a season and two thirds, wasn't it? Champions. And then what three seasons and potentially yeah. playoff winners into the Premier League. Where you can't begrudge him. And the other thing is as well with it is I think we need to look at the bigger picture. It depends what he wants to do. If if Robbins was to say to him, Look, I'll, I'm happy for you to come you know you might only play ten games, Kells. You might only play ten games, Liam. But ultimately you're gonna be in with the twenty threes. Um we're gonna we're gonna play uh, sorry, the twenty ones. You're gonna play with the twenty ones, you're gonna be that kind of like that ambassadorial role, that pastoral role. You're going to bring players on, similar to what Jody Jones was doing, actually, before he left us last season. And the the way how he could bring on the next Eccles, like you said, and, um, I mean, you know, Sheaf, Sheaf was a made, ready-made player when we signed him, wasn't he, really? You could tell where he'd been. You could tell, tell he'd been in Arsenal. So, but but Eccles definitely, like you said, Miles. And I, I spoke to Sheaf briefly at the um, awards night, and he and I said to him, I said, I said you, you've been you've been class when you played for us, but it says it all that even you are going to struggle to get back in this team. You know, I, I personally think you know it's not a foregone conclusion you get back in this team, and that says it all that one of our best players can't necessarily get back in. And partly due to somebody who's barely played this season, walked into the team and just been absolutely superb. Um, yeah. And I said that's a testament to Kelly, really. Um, and I, as I said, let's let's see him stay, especially if we get promoted and he can he can be like our I don't know that, how long was Matt Ritchie at Bournemouth? I think he was definitely there in League One. Um, I don't know if anybody did it at um, for, for Jimmy Hill went right through the leagues. I don't know. Um, I think there might have been one or two, but yeah, let, let, just just for that story and also for what he can actually bring into that dressing room and for the rest of the team as well. Yeah, yeah, and t- Tony, I'm going to ask you this one. Glenn's popped in here. Says uh, Kelly has been superb the game. He starts on Sunday and he may well earn a new deal. I mean, he has been immense. Um, do you agree what Glenn said there? He starts Sunday. No, I don't think he'll start Sunday. I think he'll be on the bench, and Ben Schaefer will be installed uh, Sunday for the uh, for the big clash with Middlesbrough. I think you'll you'll find Schaefer will be back on uh, on Sunday. Um, Kelly depends if we if we don't make it to the Premier League and sign him on. I think he'll move him on if we get to the Premiership because uh, I don't think Kelly's a Premiership player. Um, but having said that, he's been a mess for us the last three games. He's been brilliant for yeah. us, but I do think he'll yeah. start with Sheaf. He'll start with Sheaf on Sunday. I, I, I believe that. Um, okay. Okay. Right. What we're going to do? We're going to go to a short break, and then we've got um, Dana coming on from uh, the uh, Borough breakdown. Uh, it was there. I was thinking about that before he even coming on Newton's Borough breakdown. She'll be on in a minute. She, she, she's lapping down in the bottom corner here. Bless her. Uh, yeah. So we'll get on very shortly. We're just going to go to a quick ad break. Then we'll, t- we'll talk today and then we'll come back, show some more pictures from Monday and we'll talk about uh, where we think um, we're, we're going to end up, if we're going to do it or if we're not. So uh, we'll go for a quick ad break. We'll be straight back.
So, welcome back to Scobbly Fans TV. I'm Milesy. I'm joined tonight by Mark Smith, CJ Joyner, and Nation Radio Coventry, Tony Swideck. Now, just before we carry on, uh, just a couple of messages. You've just seen Dylan's and Sky Blue Tavern there in the adverts. They will be showing the games on Saturday, so you go down to the tavern, have a meal before the game or after the game when you've watched it down there, or you can go down to Dylan's, soak up the atmosphere down there as well. Uh, and then you'll probably hear the fans in the ground while you're sitting in the Dylan's watching the game. And then all the fans will come and join you after the game as well. So you can pop down there. Also, uh, it's just been announced um, that it is a sellout. So everything is sold out now at the CBS Arena. So it's absolutely going to be buzzing and rocking. I can't wait for that. And then if you are planning on getting your tickets tomorrow for Middlesbrough away, if I don't get one, I'm going to go mental because I haven't missed a game this season. If I miss that one, I'm just going to cry my eyes out. Um, but, yeah, if you want to coach travel, uh, there is an 87-seater going from the tavern. Uh, doors open at 12 o'clock on Wednesday, 1.30. They are thinking about putting a second coach on. If they do that, I will be looking after the second coach and we'll have a quiz, if that's the case, which you Pass the time away, the three and a half hour drive. So let's get to uh, our next guest. Where is she? She's waiting in the rings. Here she comes, the one and only Diana. How are you from the Borough Breakdown? Yeah, it's been what has right? it been three, three days. It's been since I was last on here. We should have known, shouldn't we? We should have known that we'd meet again. But yeah, I'm all right. How are you guys? Oh, very good. Very good. Very good. Just, just, just one disappointment with Middlesbrough. I'm very disappointed with Middlesbrough. I've been twice now in two seasons. Mm. Uh, I collect fridge magnets. No fridge oh. magnets. What is going on? Come on! I tell you what, Miles, you need to go to Saltburn for that. I think Saltburn's probably the one that will sell those little little tidbits there, rather than Borough. You but what? You but I want a Middlesbrough club yeah. football club. You know what? I'll get onto them. I'm part of the uh, the supporters forum now, so I'm gonna I'll I'll get onto them for you. Get on it, because I need one. Even Swansea haven't got any. I've been there twice. Unbelievable. Um. So listen, I mean, what did you make to Monday? Tell us. Yeah, you know what? I thought you were really good. Um, you lot were really good in that first half. Really, really aggressive. I thought you looked really good on the counter attack and. Borough were a bit we were a bit sloppy. We were a bit sloppy in possession. I think we sort of played into your hands a little bit. You know, you quite like to let teams have possession and you are very, very good on the counter-attack. I, I had a look and you've scored nine goals from counter-attacking situations, which is second only to ourselves. So we are also very good on the counter-attack. But yeah, I thought in the second half we looked after the ball a lot better and it kind of petered out a little bit, I thought, in that second 45. Both teams seemed like they were content with how the scores were. And I must admit, when I saw or heard the, the raucous Coventry fans to the left of me all celebrating, I honestly thought that there was a situation in which, of course, Coventry were, weren't pretty much nailed on for the playoffs, but also that Sunderland were not in there. So I'm a little bit annoyed that when I actually looked at the top six, that Sunderland were still in there because I think we've got that joint dislike of Sunderland. So, yeah, I was a bit good that they got in, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah, well, um, Sky Blue Sam's popped up here. He's put, um, bet Dana is happy Boa aren't playing Sunderland in the playoffs. 
I, I, do you reckon that we were just talking a minute ago, reckoning that the last 15 minutes or 20 minutes, uh, Carrick sort of went, just calm it a little bit. And do you think they, they, they thought that Sunderland weren't going to make it or that they knew they were making it, but didn't want you guys to play them in the uh, playoffs? I don't know. I think the message probably got out about certain things going on, but I felt like Borough just didn't want to overstretch themselves. We have had a lot of injuries of late, and I think it was probably one of those occasions in that second half where they just didn't want to pull a muscle or anything like that because you know we've had we have had a lot of injuries of late, and to have another few on top of the ones that we've already got going into the playoffs would have been terrible. So, yeah, I think they were just content with how things were rather than necessarily looking at, at Sunderland. Although it would have been great if there was a situation where, I don't know, I don't know what the permutations were, but I think if we had have won that game, we would have played Sunderland when we saw. So, I don't know. But there is a situation potentially where we could meet them in the final, which would make me feel physically sick. So, I mean, we've got to get past you guys first. It's going to be tricky, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm annoyed that they're in the top six, but I'm quite happy that we're, we're not playing them yet. <laughs> yeah, they, they, ju they just got in there, didn't they? But uh, I mean, Glenn's Glenn's having, um, do, does uh, Dana think um, Smith and McNair will start on Sunday as Vic caused lots of issues down the right flank? I mean, he, he did cause a little bit of trouble on, on uh, Monday, uh, obviously, I, I, I think. Both teams weren't at full pout. I think a lot of them didn't want mm. to get injured. But do you think he, he caused enough trouble down there for, for them to start? I don't know our injury situation in regards to Dale Fry because if Dale Fry is fit, then he will probably take the place of Paddy McNair. But everything just seems generally up in the air regarding Fry and certain other injuries as well. I think Smith has definitely earned his place over the course of the, the season. His uh, deputy or the potential... Um, substitute there is, is Anthony Dykesdale who probably has a little bit more recovery pace to be able to deal with um, Jokerez one-on-one -on -one, but I do think that McNair and Smith will, will keep their place they did well I thought against them they marshalled him pretty well he still looked dangerous one-on-one -on -one against them you know he's, he's got unbelievable close control good pace good dribbling ability as well he's, he's just the complete forward I think Victor Jokerez and I think for any defender, central defender, fullback, it'll be difficult to try to marshal him. But I think we did quite well on Monday. So I do expect them to to, to keep their place, both Smith and McNair. You know, I mean, we we were praising as well about Ryan Giles's crosses on, on Monday, especially the second half. He, he was really whipping that ball in. He was really causing a few issues for us. Um, I think last week you said that he, he had an injury. Was it a calf or was it Achilles? I can't remember which one. I think it was a calf. Which one he was it? He did a, it in training. Yeah, he picked calf. up the knock before the... I can't remember what game it was. I've lost track of everything now. Time, games, it's, I don't know. But yeah, he picked up a knock in training, but thankfully he was okay to play. Did, um, sorry, could you tell sorry that he picked up a knock? Was, was he on? No. Sorry, go on, CJ. Uh, Dana, is, um, is um, Dyke Steele out for the playoffs as well? Is it because he got straight red, didn't he? Is that, is that he a three did. game or is it a one game? 
No, it was just a one game. It was a professional foul, um, yeah. and it should never have been a, a sending off anyway because he wasn't last man. Um, Keith Stroud did what Keith Stroud does, it's and he our made friend a really Keith Stroud, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he's 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 quite popular amongst what, our fans. Actually, what he, what he, yeah, yeah. He seems to give us yeah. quite a lot actually. So terrible, yeah. honestly. You know, we always yeah. talk about bad referees in the EFL, but he's probably the worst. Like, I don't want to go in on a person because you know, let's remember he's a person. He's a human being, but like. You can't be that bad at your job consistently as well. But yeah, um, just a, a one-game ban. So he'll be back for, for the playoffs. Um, so yeah, as we were just talking about Ryan Giles, I mean, he, he did he look like he, he, he had, had the injury or is that how he's played all season, what we've seen on Monday? No, I don't think he looked like he he had an injury. We didn't really give him the ball too much in that first half. In the second half, we switched it, which was the outlet for us because you were committing so many players in that in our right hand side. You know, potentially targeting uh, McNair and, and and Smith. Although I have come to learn that Jokerez does like that left hand side anyway. Our left hand side was left exposed because of that, and. It worked in our favour in the second half because we were able to switch the play and get those long diagonals over to Ryan Giles. And I think that's probably important or going to be important in the uh, the two games in the playoffs. So, no, it didn't look like he had an injury, no. Just talking about the playoffs, actually, you, you brought that one up. Is Simon, Simon, there's two two comments here and they both coincide of each other. So, Simon Wells was put in here. Uh, what's Dana think of Burroughs away for? I lost miles. <laughs> and then it goes on to uh, right there we go <laughs> if it comes up here you go um uh how big a concern is Borough's away form and lack of clean sheets uh will Borough set up not to lose on Sunday or have a go and try and kill Kov off in the first leg so they both coincide with each other those two yeah, our our away form is middle of the pack. I believe we're ninth in the away league table. We've only actually drawn two games this season away from home, so it's either we win or we lose. Um, I think there's only five teams actually that have won more than us on the road, but on the flip side, there's only five teams that have lost more than us on the road. So our away form is really weird. Um, it's quite wobbly. I expect Borough to set out to win the game. I think that's the way that we've played under Michael Carrick. We are not a defensive side. It is definitely not our strong suit. A lot of the goals that we've conceded of late, it does feel like we're not really getting the rub of the green in the sense that there's just so many ricochets that seem to be in the build-up to certain goals where I'm just sat there thinking, well, there we go. It's just typical of the goals that we keep conceding. But we will set up to tr probably try to kill the game off as quickly as we can which could potentially play into your hands because you are such a good team at picking the ball and countering we saw that within the opening probably two minutes uh, of the game on Monday where Gus Hammer had a really good shot um, Zach Steffen made a really strong save and I think that you could potentially pick us off there but we are such a good team at scoring in bursts and if that happens then yeah, you could be in trouble there because we are such a uh, we have been a hot attacking unit this season that we can kill the game off pretty quickly. Do you think? I mean, it was quite an intimidating crowd on Saturday at Middlesbrough. You, you, your fans to the left of the goal from where we are are, are very loud. Although 
you need a song to get the fans singing, not like us. We don't need a song. We just sing <laughs> for the hell of it because that's what we like mm. doing. And we wake up the next day and we, we can't even talk. But, I mean, <laughs> do you think that um, the players could feel a little bit intimidated coming out to a, a full CBS arena? I mean, we don't know how our players are going to react because we're going to have home fans behind both goals. You're going to have a little segment just to the right of the uh, left-hand side as, as we look at it from the opposite stand from the main stand. So do you do you think that the players are going to feel a little bit intimidated on on Monday, uh, Sunday, sorry, at, at 12 o'clock? I, I would like to hope not. Um, I think they can probably feed off the atmosphere and maybe just channel it out. I mean, there will be Borough fans there that will be loud and, and raucous in, in their own corner. So... I don't know. I think if you're a professional footballer and you get intimidated so much by crowds that it affects your performance, then especially in the playoffs anyway, you're probably not ready for that sort of level because you are going to, well, you're competing essentially for a ticket into the Premier League in which you have to go to Wembley, the home of football in this country. So, yeah, if you're, if you're intimidated by a playoff semi-final, then you're probably not. Made, you don't you're not made of the right stuff to be in the in the final so i think they'll probably channel it and and try to use it to their gain rather than their disadvantage yeah and um i mean here's the question for you so if if you do beat us over two legs um who would you like in the final luton or sunderland yeah it's difficult because Sunderland would absolutely wreck my nerves. I'd need so many drinks before watching that football match if that happens. I don't like the tactical matchup between ourselves and Luton because I think they're probably better suited to knock out football and they've probably just got that nastiness that can disrupt a game and disrupt a game plan. But because they're not Sunderland and probably have to say Luton, I don't think my nerves can stomach Sunderland at all. Let's ask let's ask our guys a question, shall we? Mark, Mark, Luton or Sunderland the final if if we beat Middlesbrough over the two legs? Um, that's an interesting question for me, being from a southern based Coventry City fan. Um, <laughs> bearing in mind, I live, I live not too far from Luton, I know a couple of Luton fans. It'd be quite nice to get one over them in the final, but equally, I'd like to get one over Sunderland, obviously, for obvious reasons. That, uh, as Damien will agree, we share our dislike of them, so um, it'd be, I don't really care, really. I just want to go to the Premier League. So, the answer is, I don't care. <laughs> Good answer, <laughs> CJ. Good answer, yeah, CJ. Well, I think it'd be harder to beat Luton. However, the I suppose you've got to weigh it up, haven't you? The uh, when you when it comes to our friends in the north, the um, what w- what's greater, the the thought of beating them or the despair of losing to them um, at Wembley? Um, yeah, oh, in the final with such a massive. You know what what prize it would be as well. So you know what you're playing for there. So I think to be honest with you, I'd rather just play Luton and just you know on the day if they beat us, they beat us. You know, but I, I you know we've proven we can beat in any team. We can beat any team in this league. So well, almost any team yeah. in this league. 
Um, Middlesbrough, yeah. you, you know, you, you looked like you were probably going to finish second to a little bit. I thought I did think you were going to overhaul Sheffield United, but same at, at one it, point. We, 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 yeah, and we, we took four points out of you. So, you know, Sunderland took four points out of them. We only took a couple of points out of Luton, but it was t- two games that, um, yeah, <laughs> two draws there. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather, I think I'd much rather play Luton in that game. Tony, question to you. Luton or Sunderland in the final if we beat Middlesbrough? Sunderland, definitely. When was the last time they beat, when was the last time they beat us? Come on. We, we, we've yeah. got four points. We took four points off on this season, including Yocker as his brilliant strike uh, first game of the season. I think it was July the 30th. I stayed in the hotel by the ground or whatever it was called uh, for two days. They've never beat us. Um, I, I, I just think a long yeah, time. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to play Luton. I, th- I think Sunderland. We can beat them. No problem. Uh, I'll take Sunderland all day long. Uh, all, day, all day long. Yeah, all day long. <laughs> well, well, I, think, would you I want? think for me, <laughs> who would I want? Well. I don't want Luton, that's for sure. I'm sick to death of that team. I can't cope with it. I'm, I'm, I'm just fed up with them. I've had enough of, I've had enough of Luton. I, I, I mean, I imagine their ground in the Premier League. I mean, come on. It's an absolute joke, isn't it? It really is. You've got to go through someone's back garden to get into the ground. I mean, what's that all about? You know, and, and then the toilets are in someone's back garden. The the uh, the, 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 burg, the burger counter's in someone's back garden. Oh, I don't know. It's just... It ain't right, is it? It ain't right, is it, to be honest with you? Is it, Dana? It's not right, is it, going through someone's back garden to get into you know the ground, what? is it? I haven't had the pleasure of going, but um, it is it's you don't definitely want to. something. You don't want to go there, Dana. You don't want to go there. <laughs> no, you don't want to. No, you don't want to, honest. <laughs> you, you've missed one there. February, Take... 3rd of February 2007, last time they beat us. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's a long Sunday. time ago. Nearly 20 years yeah. ago. But I mean, I mean, literally, right, Dana, right, you, you walk down, you walk down the side, down the side of the ground, you back, it's back's on, it's like a little alleyway, it's about as wide as my laptop that you walk <laughs> down this alleyway and you're stepping over rubbish, you're stepping over mm. rats, um, oh, yeah. you're stepping over all sorts of things in that, down, oh, it's bloody awful. Even, like, even the streets, it, when you're walking it, down the streets, it's awful. It does. It does look like it would have a few rats around there. To be fair, and I'm not just talking about their fans. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it's just uh... shocking. <laughs> Go on, Tony. Crime capital, isn't it? At the moment, Luton. He knows. He knows. It's just. It's, it's just. I think it's been voted the worst town in England. So uh, yeah. So there well, you go. It's one of those. That? So anyway, going on to Sunday's game. Sunday's game, it's massive. Now, Dana, I will say, I think you, you've got the upper hand this week because we're not very good at early kickoffs. In fact, Are we're bloody not? awful. So, no, no we're terrible. Early, early kickoff, they're still in bed a lot, I tell you. So, is, honest, it, is, they is really there like are. a record? Is there like a really bad record that stretches oh, like quite far back? Or is it just this season? No. No, it's just this season, really. Last season we had we we did all right against Fulham, didn't we? That that was an early kickoff, but yeah, we're, we're awful. We're absolutely awful. No, we're, we're still in bed. 
They're still in bed on this. I think I think they're going to have to have a really early night uh, Saturday night. Well, they better do anyway. Um, now listen, we're going to go to Sunday's game. It's rated uh, away tickets go on sale tomorrow. You've got two thousand tickets. We've got two thousand tickets. Um, we're going on to score predictions. So we're going to start. We'll come to you last, Dana, if that's all right. We're going to start with Tony. Give us a score for Sunday. Right, if it, if they start off like they usually do, they start off like they against Birmingham, we could get a half up, to be fair, because uh, you know the attacking at the CBS is, uh, yeah. if Middlesbrough aren't on, on song, we could soon be three up like we were against Swansea. Um, I'll, I'll go for the score on, uh, I, I think, 2-0 Coventry. I think 2-0 two, two Coventry on Sunday. Uh, and then Middlesbrough okay. get, a bit, get three to beat us, you know, so... Yeah, 2 0 will suit me. Okay. I think 2 0. Brilliant. Okay. CJ? Uh, 2 1 to us. 2 1. Wes has come up with that one. Yeah, Wes has got that one. 2 1. Akpon and Vic and Walker. 91st Your minute. Your favourite yeah, player. Walker score. <laughs> he is. He is. I love him. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, Glenn has asked the question. Uh, where's it gone? Are you going to sit on the fence, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to jinx it, but um, I'm going to sit on the fence this one as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I, I'm going to go for a one-one okay. draw again because I like a one-one draw, um, and we got a one-one draw at uh, Middlesbrough. Um, but what I will say, I think it'd be a lot. I think Middlesbrough will be. A much different side to the team that we saw on Monday. I think that, you know, with none of any illusions, I think Middlesbrough, in my opinion, weren't playing in, in top gear. I think um, they were probably about third or fourth gear. So I expect it to be a harder game. And I think it's all about who gets the first goal. Because whoever gets the first goal, I think, um, will have a big say on the outcome, possibly even at the two. The two <coughs> what we can't afford to do, Albert, is, is, is lose. Uh, if we lose by a couple of goals, it's going to make it very tough. So I think it's important that it's a game where if we don't win, we don't lose the game. So I think I think it'll be a much harder game, but um, I'm going to sit on the fence again, 1-1. One, one. Okay. And uh, Dana, I've been asked, are you coming on Sunday? Unfortunately not, no. Uh, I was there for the Ooh. reverse fixture um, when Jokerez scored and I'm scarred still from the goal that we conceded from our own throw-in. So, yeah. I mean, I couldn't get any tickets anyway because I unfortunately fell below the belt of the uh, priority points. But, yeah, it's probably a good thing that I'm not going because I'll probably jinx it. <laughs> By slim people. What were your priority points? <laughs> but just... Um... What what was the what was the starting priority points? Um, the first one was two hundred and twenty, which effectively is people that have gone to pretty much every single away game uh, this season and probably have a season card. Then it went to two. I think it went to two hundred after that. Then one hundred ninety. Then one hundred eighty. Then one hundred seventy. So it kind of went down there. But I was on one hundred eighty and wasn't able to get any so um yeah the, the, the it probably was one of those where the ones that have gone to most of the way games this season probably do deserve to to go 
Yeah. Okay. And uh, give us a score then, Dane. You know what? I'm going to echo Mark here and say 1-1. I keep saying when talking about this game, if we can't win, do not lose. And our away form is a bit patchy, as I said. We've only drawn twice away from home, so I'm going with my third, our third um, draw on the on our travels this season. And we've actually picked up the most points from losing positions this season. So if Coventry do get an early goal or maybe an early two goals, I wouldn't say that the game's done because Borough are such a an attacking unit that yeah, we can we can bring it back. So it's it is gonna be a fantastic, fascinating game, hopefully anyway. But I'm gonna go with one one. One. Okay, no problem at all. Well, I'm going to go. Uh, it's not. It's not going to be another Notts County. It's not going to be another Notts County game. I, I think. I think you know we're, we're a different team to way back in in League Two, which we know. You know, otherwise we wouldn't be in the Championship. We wouldn't be in the playoffs where we are now. Um, I think that we're 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 quite strong. If if we start the game really really quick off the mark, like we did on uh, Monday at Middlesbrough, I think if we come out the traps really really fast, I think. I think we'll probably sneak this one. I think um, I'm going to go for a one-nil on this one. It's going to be tight, but I think we're going to. I think I'll go for one-nil. First legs are always tight, but I just think we're going to edge it, and then it's just going to be one hell of a nervy night up in um, Middlesbrough next Wednesday. As long as I get my ticket tomorrow, I'll tell you if I don't get my ticket, I'm going to go mad. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, one-nil, one-nil, we'll go for it. So. Right, that, we're going to let you go now, Dana, because we're going to uh, we're going to bore you. We're, we're, otherwise, we'll bore you because we've got a load of photos to go through and some comments from our from our uh, listeners and watchers. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you, thank, you know you come on last week. Thanks again for coming on. I watched your show um, yesterday on my lunch break at work. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. So, oh, well, well done for your show. Um, give yourselves a plug if anyone wants to watch you. Yeah, so we just dropped our. Post commentary pods, a good little tactical analysis on you guys. If, if people are interested in that, we're on YouTube, uh, the Borough Breakdown podcast. We're on Twitter, Borough underscore Breakdown. We're on Facebook and Instagram as well. We're pretty much on every podcast provider bar SoundCloud. So yeah, give us a give us a listen, give us a watch, and uh, let us know what you think about a little tactical analysis, deep dive on on the Sky Blues. Brilliant. Well, thanks again for coming on. Enjoy the game on Sky because I'm sure, I'm sure for twenty five, I'm, I'm sure for twenty five minutes before kickoff, they'll just talk about Middlesbrough and not bother talking about us because that's what Sky do. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just enjoy, enjoy the game and um, well, might bump into you next week uh, if we get our tickets. Yeah, thank you guys. Hopefully, you get your ticket, Miles. Take care, everyone. Cheers, Dan. Cheers. Thank you, Take Dan. care. Cheers. Bye. So that. Oh, that's brilliant, wasn't it? That was ace. That was right. Let's get some comments in, and we can have a little chat um, between ourselves. Um, let's have a little look at here. So we've got. Uh, we live die in these towns. Uh, didn't manage to get a ticket. Watched the game on iFollow, and once I knew we'd made the playoffs. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was in tears. Uh, anyone else in tears on on Monday? I know me. I had goosebumps on my arms when it was announced that we, you know, when Blackburn got the winner. Um, no one else in tears. 
I wouldn't say I'm in tears, but I'd be more in tears no. if we get promoted to the Premier League. I think that's just the time yeah. to really get in tears for. I think it's, don't get me wrong, it's a great achievement getting to the playoffs, but, you know, we should be used as a stepping stone to get back to where we belong in the Premier League, because it's been 22, 22 years now uh, being outside the top flight. Yeah. And, you know, it, that's that's the time to be, you know, tears is when we get promoted. Um, and hopefully we do, you know, because... You know, don't get me wrong, great achievement, but uh, there's still more work to do. Here's one for you, CJ. How big was Ben Wilson's goal at Blackburn looking back now? Well, it's quite a big quite a big one, wasn't it? Um yeah. Yep, like a salmon. It's massive, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, unbelievable control. It was like watching the um uh Vinicius and um De Bruyne score their two goals last night. That's the you know, carbon copies. <laughs> it was it was better than them. What are you on about? <laughs> well, um, yeah, so, this one's for Tony. <laughs> yeah, more important. This one's for Tony. Uh Mark Robbins is a Coventry legend, no matter what happens. Correct. He is yeah. uh, up there. He's up there with Jimmy Hill. Um, and he'll probably surpass that if he gets us promoted to the Premier League because Jimmy Hill didn't have the problems Mark Robbins has had. Mark Robbins has had Sisu for all, all of them years. Yeah. And you know what? What a guy, right? So that's a proper coach, isn't it? Mark Robbins is a proper coach. You know, it's all right then, you yeah. know, you get Jurgen Klopp and all that with all the money that they've got. You know, and you got the hours of this world, but Mark Robbins has worked with Jack nothing all all those years, and we've had no Callum O'Hare since up or uh, December the twenty sixth at Sheffield United. We've had yeah. no uh, Casey Palmer for the last couple of months. Uh, injury after injury, we're not fast missing for the bit. Um, just had Sheaf out for the bit. You know, Jamie Allen. And he still kept that going, and there's still only one defeat in 17 games. Hey, yeah. that's nothing short of a miracle, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, I, 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 I say, I, I mean, I say, we we haven't even bought one player. We've not bought no. one player this season. Oh, we're in that list. The below fun, of clubs I haven't bought. Yeah, it's it's, it's, fun, it's it's absolutely it's absolutely astonishing, isn't it, Mark? That yeah. what I mean. You know, if we don't if we don't make it now, if we don't make it to the Fine. final, it's Fine. been Fine. a, a ride, isn't it, Mark? It's been a ride. Yeah, I mean, look, we're going to the, the playoffs under no real pressure, really. We're not we're not expected to be in a position, let's be honest. I mean, you know, if we keep saying, looking back in the season, whether we're bottom of the league after, what, 11 games, and, you know, someone would tell you, say to you, we're in the playoffs, you'd be, you know, be laughing. I'd be laughing back, back then because... You know, we weren't great, but um, no, I mean, it's, it's been fantastic. And obviously next season now we've got Doug King's come on board. Um, hopefully we've got a little bit of money to spend on players. I mean, the worst case scenario, we don't we don't get promoted. We, we could lose key players, as has as been documented on social media. So opportunity to bring in new blood with, with, with money. So, yeah, I mean, that, there's, is it, is it'd be interesting to see, but... Um, yeah, I mean, Robbins is a legend. There's no, no question. I think if he gets us up to the Premier League, he'll be our greatest ever manager. There's no question about that. Um, no doubt. No doubt. Not, yeah. not quite greatest yet, but um, 
if he does that, that will certainly cement his uh, his legacy as, as being an, um, our, our best ever manager, without sure doubt. I mean, CJ, I we for, need to for me and you, well, uh, we, we need to remember as well yeah. who stood next to him as well. Um, he, without without AD Vervash, we wouldn't be here right now, um, where we are. Mm. Uh, not just for his links, but the way our you know the players clearly think so much of him. Um, and you know, how many assistant manager? I know it's the standard. Do 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 do. Any player or person, you know that song. Um, but at the end of the day, how many how many assistant managers at any level get a chant like that? You know, ch- chanted by mm. two thousand two thousand other supporters. I, I think what he's done is is pretty pretty special, and he's he, he's possibly well, he's as important as Robbins, possibly more important actually. Um, I think Lawrence has done a very good job as well. And we mentioned Kelly as well earlier. He's another one that's been very important for our rise back through the leagues. And, you know, I think the problem is we're going to, we're going to run out of space for all these statues, aren't we? That's the problem. So, um, you know, we're going to put that George and John one up at some point, aren't we? And then where are we going to, where are we going to fit everybody, all the others? Well, um, I was I was approached by Stuart Linnell the other day. Um, he he messaged me and he says that um, wouldn't it be great if uh, we as a channel and and all the fans that follow us and everything else we get it out there on Twitter, Facebook, and everything for to try and get a message out to Mike Ashley um, to name the four stands now. Now now we've got an owner of the stadium who who's just going to let football play at the ground. Um, would it be an idea that we could get all our listeners, get all our followers, even Sky Blue Extras followers as well, get everyone on board, and we all get it out there on social media over the next few weeks to get out to Mike Ashley to name the stands. He was saying um, John Sullett stand, George Curtis stand, uh, Jimmy Hill stand, and a Mark Robbins stand. I mean, (laughs) it'd be unbelievable, wouldn't it? It'd be absolutely fantastic, wouldn't Brilliant. it? I mean, it, 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 I it, it would be great, be... wouldn't it, if we could do that? Yeah, it would be. It would be, but I think, to be honest, naming stands. I think we need to be. Um, I think. I think the person um, kind of has to have left. Really, that's what. That, that's yeah. my personal. You know, that's my personal opinion. And you know, let's face it. Let's hope we never have to name the stand. Um, the one, what, what, not what Forrest had done, um, having the Clough Taylor looking over at each of them, that would be, um, that would be pretty good, I think. Um, so just know, name three, just name three stands, name three stands looking over everyone else. Well, there yeah, we go. So whoever's whoever's watching, whoever, yeah. yeah, whoever's watching, get it out there. So we want Jimmy Hill stand, uh, George Curtis stand, and uh, John Sullett stand. Let's get it all over social media, everyone. Go on, get on it now, everyone watching. Come on, get it on. <laughs> now, listen, CJ, I want to ask you a question. I mean, this this takes us, I mean, you know, League Two going away, oh, down in the dungeons, you know, banners, see out, all this malarkey and everything else. Uh, League One and all that, you know, when we're getting relegated in Accrington, Stanley and everywhere like that. I mean... For me, I, I, I mean, I went out with the lad. I took my lad out the other night with Jack and um, and Tyler. We 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 didn't come home. We just went out straight after we got back from Middlesbrough. And to hear them young lads say what what 
what it means to them for us to get back into the Premier League. Um, I mean, it means the world to me, all the heartbreak we've gone through. Uh, just just tell us what you think, CJ. What was it you, mate? It's just, it, it means so much to the community and to the people of Cov and the surrounding areas. Like I go back to before we got relegated to League Two, that checker trade final where you had I went into ask one one of the schools we worked in at the time. Um, I went back in the next day, and all the kids, one of the biggest schools in the whole country, it was primary school in Coventry, stones throw from Highfield Road, um, and they're like they're going absolutely mental about like Lee Burge and, and one or two others. And they actually wrote him a, like a, a few letters and I took it round to his house and I knocked on his door and I dropped, I dropped off some beers for him as well. I had a crate of Stella, I think it was, and I, I handed it to him. And then, you know, he was a bit taken back to be honest that somebody just turned up his house. I thought, look, you know, I would never turn up the house normally, but yeah, I, I lived over the road from him. I don't, I don't I'm not, <laughs> I wasn't following him. And, <laughs> but, um, you know, and I said, look, I'd never normally do this, but I'm, I think, I just think you deserve it. It was a night afterwards. And he was, he was happy with the beer. His brother was more happy with the beer, but he's, um, he was just so touched by the, the letters from those kids that were like seven, eight years old. And that was kind of at the start of the resurgence, even though we dropped out of the league just after that. So I think it was the weekend after, wasn't it, against Charlton? So, and, mm. and then that rise back up, the schools, the community and so on, it's just been so good. You know, the, kid, the seeing the kids wearing shirts out and about, um, PE lessons wearing shirts and stuff like that, it's just superb and yeah it's it's just it's just fantastic and the big the big thing as well is is the businesses the, the you know the, those those small businesses those taxi firms those and um, those pubs and so on those chippies those those indian and chinese takeaways that just have people turning up there after after games that y y you can't imagine the, the drop off in trade that they had it when we were in birmingham and when we were at northampton so um yeah. It's just, it's just, and, and also having, having one man and his dog turn up um, to watch us play against, I don't know, you know, Forest Green or some other team that should be in like step eight, nine or ten of the pyramid. Um, but ultimately, yeah, it, it's, it, it's just so much better seeing, even, even at our worst this season, um, in the league anyway, you've got, oh God, we've only got 16,000. That's one in every two seats filled. You know, and mm. then you, you go back to way back when one in every six was filled. That's that's how much better it is now. So that's that that's how I look at it, and that meteoric rise through the leagues, and we, we haven't done it the easy way, have we? <laughs> By any stretch, no. but at times we've made it look easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I thought League One was was just unbelievable. The second season in League One was just sublime, and that, that's. The way we the way we got out the leagues, the way we climbed out the leagues, playing playing this way really, we got out the leagues playing this way. And when you look down the lower leagues, there's a lot of teams copying the way we play to try and get out of the league, and it worked for us. As comment here for you, CJ. Uh, love CJ. Uh, seeing his flag across the world for the England games, good lad. Um, that, that's from Callum. Uh, uh, was that Wind, Windmill? Um, now Tony. Uh, a little word from you before we go on to Mark for the last word of the night. 
Um, how's, what would it mean for you for the Sky Blues to get up to the Premier League, mate? It'd be it'd be a dream come true because obviously until I was forty years of age we were always in the Premier League Division One then the Premier League and it was an eye opener for me when we were relegated in two thousand and one remember lost at Villa after being two and a lot I would remember that bloke we'll be back all right in the paper it's never and, and realistically we we had parachute money but we didn't do anything with it. And we've sunk down, and you, you know what's happened. Um, it'd be, it would make my life complete, you know, to see us back where we rightfully belong. And um, yeah, and the way it, the way that it would have been done would make it even more sweeter. Saying like to see so like sod you, mate. You know, we've still got where we belong. You know, I really hope it can happen. But I do believe that if it doesn't happen this season, we've had a fantastic season. But I do believe it will happen within the next three to four years. Uh, anyway, regardless of if you, uh, Vic goes or uh, or all that, because you got to trust Mark Robbins. It, he'll get played. Apparently, he's got some really quality players lined up. So um, obviously, depending in what division we're in. So uh, you got to trust Mark Robbins, haven't you? Yeah, more than happy. Yeah, I think he's doing a brilliant job. It's, it's going to make. It's going to make a change. That it, it's going to make the change. It's going to make a change that Mark Robbins is going to say, um, we, we haven't missed one this time. We've been able to go and get the players I wanted. Where before he's yeah. always gone, missed another one, missed another one, missed another one. Yeah. Uh, I've got to bring this comment in. So we're talking about naming the stands. Uh, I love this one. This is this is this has got to be the best one. Uh, can we name the away stand Jimmy Hill stand? It'd be great to have it printed on the away tickets, especially when Sunderland are in town. <laughs> You know what? I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's, that's brilliant, Rob Nichols. So the away. So okay, we've so, so we've chose everyone. We've chose Jimmy Hill stand in the away end. Um, yes. Who? Where's John Sullett and George Curtis going to go? Which end? Uh, I would say uh, okay, either side. Stand. Either side. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, uh -huh. I mean, obviously, Mark Robbins is still there. But you know where I put Mark Robbins eventually, don't you? In a buff yeah. singer's corner, a buff singer's <laughs> corner, because there there was a oh, Mark Robbins. Mick Mick Davenport's cracks me up. Here. He says, "Miles, you should have a, t uh, a statue of Tyler Walker in your front garden." Yeah, I have one. Why not? I've got a load of gnomes Ooh. in my front garden. You want to He's a lovely bloke. What a lovely bloke. He is a lovely bloke. I like Tyler Walker. He's my mate. I love him. He's brilliant. I, I do like him. He's a lovely, lovely chap. Honest. I really do. And then before we go, we, we get a quick chat with Mark again. But just before we do, uh, just a couple of quick photos. So you've seen a photo of me struggling 15 minutes to go before the end. That was us at the end of the game. So that's Ken, Martin, my cousin. There's me in the background. We all wore crowns and Doug King's masks. Um, there's some uh, pictures of the players coming over at the end. They were really celebrating, loving it. Sky cameras were there, jumping on the old bandwagon as they do. Um, whilst we got we got the uh, three musketeers. Well, one of the three musketeers sat on his own at half time. He's over there with his crown on, bless him. The lads went down the front and left him all on their own. Uh, it was a lovely wet day. It was absolutely chucking it down all afternoon. It was it was bloody awful. 
Um, but yeah, if you haven't been to Middlesbrough, there's the uh, players' entrance there. We went in the club shop. We had our, oh no, that was the uh, tavern before C BBC CWR were there, interviewed um, Sue Medlock, who's always on the coaches. She raises money and works for Martin Hospice. And there's uh, Jack and Tyler there getting interviewed. And then the club shop, there we all are there. Just uh, went in for some fridge magnets, didn't have any. And then we're in fancy dress on the coach. <laughs> that made it into the Telegraph Radio 5 live as well. Wanted it. Uh, also talk sport. That's so, um, yeah, we, 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 all had, we, all had the, we all had the maths on, which was an absolute cracking, um, good, just a good laugh all, all together. Now, Mark, before we go, um, for you, what would it mean, mate, living all the way down in Bedfordshire? Oh, I've been everything, you know. I think uh, being being from down south and a Coventry fan, and uh, obviously it was a bit hard back then. Um, we, we, we're going to school full of Arsenal Tottenham fans, and you say I'm a Coventry fan, then, and people give you a blank look, blank expression. But it's been tough. Look, I mean, the, the, it's been tough for 20 odd years on and off the field. We all know that. It would be brilliant if we can get back to the big time. Um, we are. We belong, we belong, we belong, you know, in the Premier League. You know, we were one of the founding members of the Premier League back in 1992. We were in the top flight for, you know, 34 years from 1967 to 2001. So, you know, we're not just a side that's been in the Premier League two or three seasons. We were a team in the top flight for many, many seasons. So, for me, as a fan, it would be bittersweet and get back, back up to the big time. Um, just... You know, it it mean the world to me because after all the crap that we've been through as supporters on and off the field, you know, now Cesar are gone, uh, Doug King's you know on board, things are looking good, um, stage and that, it would just be brilliant. It'd be the icing on the cake, and as I said, it would cement the legacy of Mark Robbins as a manager. Um, and obviously, not just him, as, as CJ rightly pointed out, it's not just about Mark Robbins, it's also about ADB Bash, Dennis Lawrence. You know, they've all played a big part in. The, you know, the ongoing success of the football club, but it would be absolutely brilliant if we get back to the big time because we, you know, pe we were a laughing stock. Let's make no bounds about it. We went down to League Two and people were laughing at us at the football club. But I'll tell you now, if we get promoted, no one will be laughing at us anymore. You know, people start to take us seriously because I think we're the club. We can, we can, we're definitely equipped to get back to the big time. It may not happen, as Tony Wright said, it may not happen this season. But it can do. I think within the next three or four years or five years, I think we'll be back. Yeah. That's why I, I, I support of, of, of um, you know, I'm paying my £500 season ticket because I believe that we will get back. And whatever mm. I can do as a supporter to help us get back, that £500 could be used just to, to, you know, offer me a contract of someone, something, any, any, any bit of money can help the club. And obviously, as a support, I, I'm, I'm more happy to do that. But, um, yeah, I mean the world to me because I'm fed up with this club being a laughing stock. I want us to be taking seriously football club. You know, I want us, you know, when Sky are showing matches, they're not talking about the other team. They're talking about us and, you know, they take us seriously as a football club. So, yeah, it would be brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Um, just and one uh, Wayne, Wayne Vaughan should be it. Yeah. Good, good yeah, evening, Wayne. Uh, he's, he said, go on. I was going to say about that football stand. The other stand you haven't covered is Oggy. You have an Oggy stand as well because the man was played six hundred okay. games. I think he, he's another one. Oggy yeah. Stand. There, there you go few, then. So there'd Oggy. Be very few people. Yeah. 
There'd be yeah. very few people yeah. that have worked at one particular football club for as long as what he did. And, and you know, he didn't he didn't leave. You know, and then yeah. even after well, even after he left, he um he ended up going commentating on our games. So it's just been seamless, yeah. hasn't it? He's he's been there since what what was it, nineteen eighty four, eighty five? So yeah, yeah. 84, yeah. Been there just so long. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so there you go then. So we've got Oggy, John, George, Jimmy Hill on the away stand. <laughs> so let's get it out on social media, everyone. Let's spread the word. Uh, let's get these, let's get it out to Mike Ashley. Tag Mike Ashley in and everything. Let's get these stands named, especially if we get in the Premier League. Imagine them in the Premier League and we have them names above the stands. Wouldn't it look lovely? It'd look absolutely brilliant. Wayne Vaughan's come on here, says we've had a wonderful season, no matter how things end. It has been an absolute wonderful season. I've, yeah. It's just been... I mean, my my highlight of the season was, was Blackpool away. Yeah, it was mine. I'm just glad we got one more weekend. Game, it was just... I think... Uh, <laughs> well, we got uh, Ken O'Tomo. Uh, credit to all the Sky Blue fans TV for the season. You have given the fans... Uh, uh, you have given the fans as well as you all... Give us so much of your time to provide this platform for us. Cheers, Keno Tomo. We love, absolutely love it. It's, it's brilliant. We, we have a great crack, and uh, we we love all the interaction. I mean, tonight's been absolutely fantastic. We got, we've got that many comments. We can't get through them all, but thank you so much for for uh, messaging in. And um, so now, listen, we're not going to have a live show on Sunday because um, I'm not going to get to the ground early enough. Uh, because trains are a little bit dodgy for me. So there won't be a live stream on uh, Sunday, I'm afraid. Um, but we will be at the game. Hopefully we'll be at the game Wednesday and we'll have a live stream on Wednesday from the Riverside again. Um, and then uh, Mark will be doing a show on Monday. Um, so we'll talk about Sunday's game and look forward to the Wednesday's game as well. So uh, Wes has just put it here. Wear a GoPro. <laughs> Don't be daft. Can't wear a GoPro. That'd be good fun though, wouldn't it? Uh, but um, yeah, so I just want to say a massive thank you, Tony. Thank you for joining us, Tone. No problems, mate. Enjoyed it. Thank you, C thank you, CJ again. Absolutely brilliant. No, no problem. Can I just say, Miles, because, I, I, you know, it's been a bit of a tradition now the few times I've been on. I, I don't know if you've noticed, but throughout this podcast, there's been like the light shining across my eyes. It's like a neon light that's going across my eyes. And I've noticed that sign behind you there. Where did you get that from? Well, you see, going neon. across the bottom that's of the screen, it's sign. from neon now. Yeah, neon it's now. from neon now. Yeah. 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 .co.uk. Yeah. yeah, the information's yeah. going along the screen at the bottom. And uh, you could get a discount at the moment on there as well. Excellent. I just always, it's tradition now, isn't it? I've always got to try and bring them up. You've got to mention it. <laughs> You've got to mention it, mate. You've got to Absolutely. mention it. But yeah, get your code there. Look, enter SkyBlue uh, SBFTV10 to get a discount. There you go. And, and uh, my oh, mum wants, way, my mom wants, wants a voucher. She wants a voucher. Has she my not had it yet? voucher for the typing. No, she hasn't had it yet, no. I'll, oh, I'll give yeah, it us. Yeah. I'll give it a Sunday. I'll give it a Sunday. We have got them. I've got them hand Excellent. to hand. Oh, we will give them. And listen, yeah. if anyone out there does want to sponsor us, please do, because we're after some new equipment. If you do want to get in touch with us, you do want to sponsor us, we could give you a little ticker and I'll make an advert for you and everything. So it would be great if you could sponsor us. Uh, but that's it for tonight. 
Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Let's hope the beautiful Sky Blues can go and win on Sunday. And I've just told again to remind everyone not uh, to mention about good luck to the under-21s tomorrow night. If you're going, I'll see you there. We'll, I'll give you live updates on Twitter uh, off Will's phone because I haven't got a phone. Uh, listen, everyone, play up Sky Blues. Let's go and get these uh, playoff first leg under the belt. Let's go and win it. Don't care if it's 1-0. As long as we go to the away leg, uh, winning winning the leg, winning the tie, I don't care. But play up Sky Blues. We'll see you soon. See you later, everyone. Come on, City.